not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a truthican, and the truth as I see it is that we've been divided in this country by design by people who benefit from that division, and it's not going to turn out well for 99% of us unless we all come together as one human race, realize we have all the power, and tell the establishment to go fuck themselves. Before Trump won, then everybody was like, these election machines are all fucked up. They shouldn't be connected to the internet, and why are there computers inside them when they just got account shit? But then Biden won, and they were like, no, they're fine now. <laughs> You're not smart enough to be my friend. Fuck you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Truth Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Tim Gaither and Mike Baldwin. We're professional stand-up comedians. We've been doing comedy for a living over 20 years. <laughs> and uh, we are very concerned about the things going on in our country. We think we're lied to about almost everything. We think the deep state is real. We think our government is very corrupt, and uh, yeah, got a lot to talk about as always. How you doing today, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, we do have a lot. We've got a lot of videos and stuff. Um, I guess the most pertinent thing is uh, we have another Trump indictment as of today. Uh, he went in, and I don't know if he got fingerprinted and mugshotted and all that stuff, but I know that he got officially, whatever the word is, arraigned or something. Yeah. So how many does this make for him? Is it four? I believe it's four. I think he has like the total number of counts are like in the 60s or 70s. If he was found guilty of every one of them, it's like 600 years in jail or something. So they're literally like trying to put him in jail for the rest of his life because of stuff that everybody else has done in the past. And worse. I mean, if you don't think... At this point, if you don't, you know, I, we understand if you don't like Trump's personality, we say that all the time. But at this point, if you don't believe that they're doing this for any other reason, if you believe that they're doing this for any other reason than to get rid of him so he cannot run against Biden in the next presidential election, um, you're either not paying attention or you're completely brainwashed. Um because at this point, it's 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 pretty laughable, you know. I mean, they're they're obviously just trying to get rid of him because they know that he's going to win and they're he's going to expose all their crimes. And so, if you're new to this podcast, that's what we're all what we're all about here. We're not really into politics necessarily. It's just very interesting how corrupt everything is and the links that they're going to hide that corruption. Yeah, let's listen to this girl with big tits talk about it for a second. <laughs> is the Biden political lawfare that we have seen time and time again. It is a deflection from everything that they have done. And if you don't believe me, look at the facts. On March 17th, Hunter accidentally admits that it was his laptop from hell. The next day, DA Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump. June 8th, an FBI document is released showing that the Ukrainians paid the Biden crime family millions and millions of dollars. The next day, the Mar-a-Lago raid and the Mar-a-Lago indictment. Last week, Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal fell through when the judge realized it had blanket immunity. The following day, a superseding indictment against Donald Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer goes to testify in front of the House. That was only after they failed to put him in jail prior to the fact. What happens the next day? The January 6th indictment that we're here for today. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president, for either party. President Trump is under siege in a way that we have never seen before. President Trump and his legal team and everyone on his team will continue to fight, not for him, but for the American people. Heck yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice that she had big boobs, Mike. <clears throat> yeah, the what I got a better version of it because I randomly saw that earlier. You sent me a close-up video of it, and I was like, "Nah, there's a much better angle than this." <laughs> yeah, it would be hard for her to be your lawyer, dude. I mean, they'd be like, "How do you plead?" I'd be like, "What?" 
Uh huh. <laughs> no, I, I'm listening. I swear. <laughs> All uh, right. So first, I want to do a few things about um, that. Just point out that Trump is kind of cool. So let's do this thing first. This was in. Uh, I think he wasn't even president yet, and he was doing a, a rally somewhere, and there were some like hecklers in the audience or protesters or whatever they were. And a bunch of them got kicked out. And then this is him being like, no, there's one more uh, remaining. And then he, uh, well, first I'll tell the story of when uh, when Reddit used to allow free speech still before they banned everybody that thought Trump wasn't the devil. Then uh, whenever somebody would join the Trump Reddit group, then the other guys in the group would say, get this man a coat. And I never really understood what that meant. But then they explained it to me like, no, Trump wants to take their coats away. And so when you come to us, then we're giving you a coat. So I just thought this was funny and it's worth it. Yeah, he's right there. There may, there may be a remnant. Oh, no, it's only the same people coming down the street. No, there's a remnant. Yeah, he's right there. Okay. Yeah, throw him out. Throw him out into the cold. You know, don't give them their coat. No coats. No coats. Confiscate their coat. You know, you can't win. By the way, just to finish, I, was, I had one word left, Iraq. And nobody heard it because these characters. Yeah, I mean, once, you know, I, I, I have to... I try to understand the people who hate Trump because I hated him as much as anyone. I just couldn't stand his personality. But once you get past that and once you realize how good he actually was for the country and how many things he actually did for the country and you start kind of liking him, he becomes super hilarious and he's he's a funny dude. And I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where I wish everyone would give him a chance, the people who hate him. You know, he's like he's like every best friend I ever had. I've said this before, but every best friend I ever had, I hated him at first, and then I grew to love him. And you know, he's done a lot of shit like that. Yep, I had there was another one. I don't know what I'll have to get it off my iPad here because I don't see it. But did did you ever not like him? Uh, maybe during the first couple of weeks or so when he was first announcing, but uh. But no, because I mean, I thought it was funny at first. I was the same as, uh, you know, John Oliver and Colbert and all that stuff. Like, all right, let's see what happens when Trump runs, you know. And I laughed when uh, what's her name said on the Bill Maher show where she was like, right now, Donald Trump has the best chance to win. And everybody laughed. And that other lady like rolled their eyes and stuff. And I was doing the same thing. But yeah, no, I think I... It wasn't really until like the day after the election. And I remember waking up and just being like, well, you know, President Hillary, I guess. Uh, let's check the news and see what. Oh, holy shit. He won. Like, how in the hell did that happen? Because I thought then that they were going to do what they did in 2020, you know, which is like, eh, he was ahead for a while. But really, he lost. Like, that's where I assumed the world was. But then, like. I talked to my uh, buddy of mine and we were arguing about whether the the national debt would be lower in in four years than it was now and stuff like that. And I didn't even imagine any of the shit that happened was going to happen. You know, I thought he was going to get like a fair shake at being president. But speaking of this is a good uh thing here um when he said that nazis were very fine people you want to watch that thing real quick i do and but real quick i would like to make sure everyone knows i did not vote for trump in the very first election but i sure as hell did not vote for hillary and even though at one point i was a huge bill clinton fan you know back in the day i could never get on board with Hillary. There was just always something evil about her. So I voted for Gary Johnson. I knew I kind of threw my vote away, but I didn't yeah. like Trump. I thought he would be bad for the country um, at the time. And 
And I understand why people still think he's bad for the country and they just need to get rid of him and all that. But you got to get over that line of thinking because he's trying to expose how dirty these people are. Um, you know, Clinton, right. Clinton, Clinton, the Steele dossier was completely fake. She paid for it. Never got in trouble for it. Obama spied on his campaign. It's been proven that he spied on it. And then Biden uses the Department of Justice to prosecute him. I mean, if 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 you don't think that's all, you know, it's just such a double standard. It's it's insane. Um, so I just wanted to get that out there. I didn't want anybody thinking I voted for Hillary Clinton because I did not. That'd be like voting for the devil himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, to me, it was just always like even when she was secretary of state or whatever the fuck she was, I was like she's her qualifications are that she married a president like she's not a political person and then she became a senator or whatever she did but uh yeah i mean i always thought that she, she was just a joke and i just i looked at her i guess i didn't know it at the time but looking back now i kind of looked at her as like well i don't want this person you're just telling me that i should pick this person and i don't see anything that qualifies her about her, you know? And then that's when people started saying, started saying things like support Hillary. Then you hate women. You don't want a woman in politics or anything like that. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Like, I just don't want that one. Like it's, right. the, it's no different than anything else. If a, if a dipshit dude came in and was like, I'm running for president, I would be like, no, I don't like that guy. And people would be like, what? You don't like men. You don't like, what Mexican people or whatever he happens to be. And I'm like, no, I just don't like the guy. Same with Michelle Obama. I mean, what, what would her qualifications be, be other than the fact that she was married to Barack Obama, who is arguably and hopefully will come to light as being the most corrupt president that ever was, even including uh, Biden, who is pretty up there right now. But um there, there's some pretty compelling evidence out there that Barack has never been what people thought he was. And I, I pray that all comes out. Um, because again, he was one of those, I was a fan of him at one point too. But anyway, roll that, roll that beautiful bean footage, as they say. All right. I think there's blame on both sides. And I have no doubt about it. And you don't have any doubt about it either. And, only and, 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 and if you reported it accurately, you would say. They showed up in Charlottesville to protest what we did in the And you had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now, are we going to take down his statue? So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits, and with the helmets, and with the baseball bats. You, got a, you, had a lot of bad, you had a lot of bad people in the other group, too. You were unfairly, sir, I'm sorry, I just didn't understand what you were saying. You were saying the press has treated white nationalists unfairly? No, I just didn't understand what you were saying. No. There were people in that rally, and I looked the night before. If you look, there were people protesting very quietly the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. I hate how that lady's like, so So what you're saying is that, uh, that white nationalists are not treated fairly? And he's like, no, 
literally one minute after he said those people should be condemned totally. Yeah. I mean, those are the words that came out of his mouth. The the white nationalists and the whatever neo-Nazis should be condemned totally. But so you were saying... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was, I was just repeating what she said, basically. A lot of people have never seen that full clip before. They just know that Trump said that Nazis were very fine people, and that's not even close to what he was saying. And and now, three years later, or four, or whatever it is, like I can look back at that video and be like, he was kind of right about everything. Because they've already taken, like, I, I'm going to look it up because I'm not sure if I just heard this as a rumor, but I think I heard somewhere that they're trying to even take Abraham Lincoln's name off of certain schools and stuff. And what would there be? What would their reason be for that? Because he didn't uh, fight for slavery hard enough. Other than uh, San, the Civil War? San Francisco may uh, the San Francisco School Board has voted to consider removing the names of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln from public schools. Um, but that was in January of 21. In April of 21, it says San Francisco schools will keep Jefferson and Lincoln and Washington. So, all right, it didn't really happen, but that's where it was headed. Like they. They want to do that. They want to erase history, and they want us to not be able to know where we came from. Yeah, absolutely. And that that reminds me of this thing, unless you got something to chime in real quick. Nope, no chiming. All right, this is uh, the old... If people are watching this, they've probably seen this, but it's still a classic. And uh, this is Jordan Peterson talking to whatever her name is from the uh, like Canadian news thing. Is it not desirable to have some of those female traits you're talking about? I'd say that's a generalization, but you've used mm-hmm. the words female traits. Is it not desirable to have some of them at the top of business? I mean, maybe there wouldn't have they been don't a, predict a, success. a banking crisis. They don't predict success in the workplace. The things that predict success in the workplace are intelligence and conscientiousness. Agreeableness negatively predicts success in the workplace. So and so does high that, negative emotion. You're saying that women aren't intelligent enough to run these top companies? No, I didn't say that at all. You said that female traits don't predict success. But I didn't say that intelligence wasn't. I didn't say that do. intelligence... And conscientiousness. Well, you were saying that female and conscientiousness traits. by implication are not female traits. No, no. I mean, that's very that. dangerous territory. I'm not saying that at all. Are women less There's... intelligent than men? No, no, they're not. No, the, the, the data on that's pretty clear. The average IQ for a woman and the average IQ for a man is identical. There is some debate about the flatness of the distribution, which is something that James Damore pointed out, for example, in his memo, but there's no difference at all in general cognitive ability. There's no difference to speak of in conscientiousness. And then that leads into this, which is the viral thing that everybody uh, shared around when it actually happened. But this one's a little longer, but worth every second. Move on to another debate that's been very controversial for you. Um, And this is you got in trouble for refusing to call trans men and women by their preferred personal pronouns. No, that's not actually true. I got in trouble because I said I would not follow the compelled speech dictates of the federal and provincial government, I actually never got in trouble for not calling anyone anything. Right. That, that didn't happen. You wouldn't follow the change of law, which was designed not to once it was law. discrimination. No, no. Why that, well, that's your... what they said it was designed to do. Okay, huh. you cited freedom of speech in that. Why should your right to freedom of speech trump a trans person's right not to be offended? Because... In order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now. You know, like you're certainly willing to risk offending me in the pursuit of truth. Why should you have the right to do that? It's been rather uncomfortable. Well, I'm, I'm very glad I put you on the spot. <laughs> well, I'm you very glad that I've no, you get my, my point. You get my point. It's like you're, you're doing what you should do, which is digging a bit to see what the hell's going on. So and that you, is what you should do. But uh, you're exercising you see, your freedom of speech to certainly risk offending me. And that's fine. I think you, more power to you as far as I'm concerned. So you haven't sat there and... I'm just trying, I'm just trying to work that out. I mean... Ha, gotcha. You have got me. You have got me. I'm trying to work that through time. my head. Yeah, yeah. It took a while. It took a while. It did, it did, yeah. It took a while. You have voluntarily, you have voluntarily come into the studio and agreed to be questioned. Mm-hmm. 
a trans person in your class has come to your class and said they want to be called... Mm, that's she. never happened. And I would call them she. So you would. So you've kind of changed your tune on that. No. No, no, I said that right from the beginning. What I said at the beginning was that I was not going to cede the linguistic territory to radical leftists, regardless of whether or not it was put in law. That's what I said. Also... And then the people who came after me said, oh, you must be transphobic and you'd mistreat a student in your class. It's like, I never mistreated a student in my class. I'm not transphobic, and that isn't what I said. Well, except you've also called trans campaigners authoritarian, haven't you? I mean, isn't that... Well, only in the broader context of my claims that radical leftist ideologues are uh, authoritarian, yes, which they are. You're saying someone who's trying to work out their gender identity, who may well have struggled with that, had quite a no tough time over the years. With it, yeah. You're comparing them with, you know, Chairman Mao, who no, just the saw activists. the deaths of millions of people. Well, just the even activists. if the activists, you know, they're trans people too. They have a right to say these things. Yeah, but they don't Isn't have a right to speak for their whole community. To compare them to Chairman Mao. Or, you know, I could... Pinochet, Augusto Pinochet. I mean, you know, this is grossly insensitive. No, I didn't compare them to Pinochet. Well, I did compare them to... He was an authoritarian. He was a right-winger, though. I was comparing them to the left-wing totalitarians. Okay. And I do believe Mao, they are left-wing totalitarians. under Mao, millions of people died. Right. I mean, there's no comparison between That's... Mao and a trans activist, is there? Why not? Because trans activists aren't killing millions of people? The philosophy that's guiding their utterances is the same philosophy. The consequences are... Not yet. You're saying that trans activists no. could lead to the deaths of millions of people. What no, I'm saying that the philosophy that drives their utterances is the same philosophy that already has driven us to the deaths of millions of people. Okay, tell us how that philosophy is in <clears throat> any way comparable. Sure, that's no problem. The first thing is, is that the philosophy presumes that group identity is paramount. That's the fundamental philosophy that drove the Soviet Union and Maoist China. And it's the fundamental philosophy of the left-wing activists. It's identity politics. It doesn't matter who you are as an individual. It matters who you are in terms of your group identity. You're just that's saying murderous... things, though, to provoke, aren't you? I mean, Not you a are bit. a provocateur. I never say anything. You're like anything. the alt-right that you hate to be compared to. You want um, to stir things up. I'm only a provocateur insofar as when I say what I believe to be true, it's provocative. I don't provoke. Maybe for humor. You don't set out to Now provoke. and then. I'm not interested in provoking. But what not about the, the thing about, you know, fighting and the lobster? Tell us about the lobster. <laughs> well, that's quite a segue. Well, the first chapter <laughs> I have in my book is called Stand Up Straight With Your Shoulders Back. And it's an injunction to be combative. Um, not least to further your career, let's say, but also to adopt a stance of ready engagement with the world and to reflect that in your posture. And the reason that I write about lobsters is because... All right, yeah, that, that's like an hour long, and it's totally worth watching because he's a super smart dude. But I just like where he was like, well, you're offending me. Like, why do you have the right? And she's like, uh... Yeah, I don't know why anyone would want to debate Jordan Peterson. I mean, when I'm when I'm watching anything he says, I like have to be super dialed in and focused on it because he's so much smarter than me that I'm like, wait a second, what? <laughs> right, I know. This shit. I'm like, hold yeah. on, I gotta go to dictionary.com and figure out what the hell you just said. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, real quick before I would forget, I I wanted to mention this. Have you heard anything about Derek Chauvin? Uh, He's appealing his his uh, conviction to the Supreme Court. Have you heard anything about that? I've heard that, but that's about it. Because, you know, we're always hearing about, like, there's going to be a false flag coming or, you know, something to take away from uh, the upcoming elections, whether it be another pandemic or uh, some sort of terrorist act or whatever. I I I don't know. I don't know how deep the corruption goes. I don't know what judges they can get to. But just think if it did go to the Supreme Court and they overturned that uh, conviction, because there's a lot of evidence that George Floyd died of an overdose. I mean, I know mm -hmm. that's not popular among, you know, people in general, but the guy had enough fentanyl in him to kill an elephant. That's like not disputable. He did. And there are people who say that what he did, um, as bad as it looked on camera and everything, was a police tactic that they do as far as having his knee in the middle of his back because it wasn't necessarily on his neck. And 
And I, I watched that video and I cried the first time I saw it. I had tears in my eyes just hearing him talk about his mom and all that. And then I watched the 40-minute video where he was saying he couldn't breathe before he got on the ground and, and, and all of those things. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that, you know, and it was right after it happened. Um, people were very, you know, emotional about it. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that the Supreme Court could be actually after looking at this again, we've decided that he wasn't the cause of George Floyd's death. And if that were to happen, this country would burn to the ground. You know, there would be there, you know, and a lot of people would feel justified in it. But that would be the kind of thing that could be the 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 distraction that they need to be like, you know, we, we're just going to hold off on the election for now until we can figure out a better way to cheat. Yeah, well, it's not only, I mean, Derek Chauvin's one of them, but there's several cases that are are going to attempt to get in front of the Supreme Court between now and Election Day. I think all of Trump shit is going to be one of them, because no matter what the verdict is, Trump will appeal it, you know, or I mean, not no matter what, if they find him innocent, then he'll just be like, all right, peace. But odds are they won't, especially in D.C., you know. It's like 95% Trump-hating Democrats in D.C., so the jury that he's going to get if they do a jury trial is terrible. And the judge that's that's judging the case, I don't know if you heard this, was uh, one of the only ones in D.C. that put January 6th people away for longer than what the prosecutor was even asking for. The prosecutor's like, ah, this guy needs about a year in jail. And the judge is like, all right, I'll take that into consideration. Five years in jail. And the guy's like, what? But even the prosecutor doesn't want that. So that's the judge that Trump has to go in front of and be like, no, I wasn't doing anything wrong, Your Honor. So yeah. I assume that it's going to get appealed. It'll go to like the Fifth Circuit or whatever, and then they'll overturn it or not. And then it'll go in front of the Supreme Court between now. I heard this the other day somewhere between now and whenever the election is, they're going to start hammering hard on the Supreme Court and how either they're all racist or pieces of shit or MAGA Republicans or whatever, or how there's not enough of them. We need more or they're too old. We need term limits like they're going to. They already tried it a little bit with the the whole Clarence Thomas thing about how like he went on vacation with a rich friend and you're not allowed to do that and that kind of stuff and and nobody cared so they kind of stopped talking about it but yeah exciting stuff yeah um, and speaking of that though this the the Trump thing why why didn't they charge him with insurrection because the way what I understand now is that even if he was convicted of what they just charged him with on the January 6th stuff, even if they did convict him, um, it wouldn't disqualify him from running for president. So why would they go this far but not do that? I mean, that's what their whole agenda is, is to not let him run for president. So why? Why? I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, and can they still charge him with that, even though they I, haven't yet? Well, yeah. I mean, in the... Uh... I think it was the Mar-a-Lago case. They did what they call a superseding indictment, which is like, all right, we already charged him with a few things, but now we found more stuff. So we're going to charge him with this other stuff first, and then we can do the other case or whatever. So they could do the same thing here. They could bust out an insurrection arraignment or indictment or whatever in, in the next few weeks. But I don't know if they... I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take for just the average everyday American to be like, Jesus, like it's clear the guy didn't do anything wrong or you guys would have busted him five years ago. Like they they had all of the information five years ago that they have now, except for, you know, the things that they're trying to bust them on now. But we can all look at that stuff and be like, all right, so there's a whole government organization in charge of presidential documents and classified shit and that's between them and the president and now it's a crime all of a sudden like nobody even thought about that before they tried to do it to bill clinton but even bill clinton got away with it because they were like no you're president dude like you get to decide what's not classified anymore so that 
thing doesn't even matter. Um, the DC one, I'm not worried about the charges themselves because I know that they're bullshit, and I think most people do too, but I'm worried about being in DC in front of everybody that hates Trump. And he'll probably try to get like a change of venue, but that's up to the judge, you know? So the judge will be like, no, we'll treat you fair. We promise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they're just dragging it out as long as possible. And who knows? Maybe they're thinking, trying to be like, you know, by the time this is all said and done, we'll have figured out a way to kill him. Right. <laughs> or they think like maybe if we just keep piling things on, then he'll just back down. But I don't think there's even a 1% chance of him being like, all right. I'm not going to run anymore. No, there, there's a better chance of uh, us getting hit by an asteroid than Trump go being like, you know what? I'm done with all this. And like Pence just was saying some shit about, um, about him doing this, you know, uh, putting the American people behind Trump's own career is the reason he's doing this. And, Trump doesn't give a shit about his career. I mean, I really don't believe that at all. You know, I suppose we could be wrong, but I don't think this is about his career at all. The guy's damn near 80. I say this all the time, but it bears repeating. He's damn near 80. He's married to a supermodel. He's got more money than him or his family is ever going to spend. He doesn't need to do this. He's doing it for his ego because he wants to be the guy that, that fixed America and destroyed the deep state and made America what it was supposed to be. And I... I guess I understand the people who think that's all bullshit, but I got to tell you, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, here, so. I, I found the other video that I wanted to show of Trump being cool. Here's this real quick. Um, I'm a 9-11 survivor, Iraq and Afghanistan veteran. I love the policy that you have for the military. Thank I you. Want, I wanted to know if Trump Towers would be part of that veteran job. Are you talking about here? Yes. We, we are doing some of that actually already. We have it very much involved. Why? What are you looking for? What kind of a position? Come up here. Come here. She looks so smart. Good. Do you mind if I do a job interview right now? We need good people. How are you? So what's your experience in front of the world? Uh, well, I design, I do wreaths, I do uh, all types of decoration. And you like this building? Yeah. Okay. I do. So here's what I'm going to do. There's the man. Stand right over here. <laughs> if we can make a good deal in the salary, she's going to probably have a job. Okay. All right. Good. Have a good time. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Good. So nice. Really nice. Look at that with the tears. How nice. She's just a good, she just seemed like a good person to me. Just seemed like a good person to me. Eh, how can you be mad at that? Well, the people that would hate Trump would be like, he only did that because she's black and he wants to look like he's not racist. <laughs> Probably so, yeah. Well, I mean, even I, as a Trump lover, can look at it and be like, she doesn't seem very qualified <laughs> to work in Trump Tower. She's like, I design wreaths. And it's like, okay, we'll hire you the week before Christmas and then not again until next year. Either way, I thought it was nice. How nerve-wracking would that be for for you know the president of the United States just be like, all right, come up here. I'm gonna do a quick job interview. I'd be like, uh, uh, I quit. I don't want it. I'm gonna just go work at my dad's company. Yeah. Uh, let's watch a few fake bullshit things. Here's uh, oh, here's a good one to start with. The government would never lie to us, and you know how there's no such thing as propaganda. And you know how everything on television is absolutely 100% true? Especially Russia going after Ukraine, for sure. I wanted to play this video, and it'll make sense in just a minute, of me picking up these cement blocks, and you can tell they're a little heavy. But this next video, you can see how realistic these churches look in Ukraine. I could have cut uh, this fucking part, but it'll get there in a second. And 
now you're about to see how strong these Ukrainian women are picking up cement rubble with ease. Here we go. Here she is. Yeah, pull, that's polystyrene. Pull the other leg. Just carrying concrete yeah. in one arm. Pull that. Yeah, not only would that be super heavy, but it would be super awkward to carry. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, we, we appreciate you listening and everything. But uh, if you watched on, on Rockfin or Rumble or somewhere like that where you can actually see the videos, the, the guy was illustrating how, how hard it is to pick up cement blocks. And then there's a video of these Ukrainian women supposedly picking up these giant pieces of concrete rubble, one with one arm in their, you know, she had a stack of them like she was carrying firewood yeah yeah um and it'd be it would be hard for the strongest dude in the world much less um women with with skinny arms and you know just it just made it look like it was easy um there's a lot about ukraine if not all of it that is uh that's bullshit you know and it's been proven i mean we think it's been proven that Biden is is uh, in bed with Ukraine. He's in bed with China. He's a puppet for the deep state. Uh, that's why they picked him. And that's part of the what we argue about all the time on this podcast or, or talk about rather on this podcast is that they picked Joe Biden for a reason. And it's because he will do whatever he's told to do. He's completely compromised. He's a known plagiarist. The guy has used his own the death of his own children for political fodder and the death of his ex-wife. Uh, there is nothing he will not do um, to get ahead in, in politics or anything else. He's a, just a known liar. He's a known racist. Um, that's a big reason, at least for me, to do, even do this podcast is I cannot stand how people think that they voted for the lesser of two evils if you did, in fact, vote for Biden. If you're one of the, what, probably 30 million who actually did. Um, <laughs> and you think yeah. it's because he's a good guy. He's not. He's a terrible person. Well, I have a video of Biden plagiarizing JFK Jr., or I have a video of uh, of a COVID thing. The COVID thing's shorter. I'm going to show it real quick. They show these guys uh, moving bodies around. They've got a big pile of body bags, and uh, and I I made it. I stretched it so we can watch just the body bags for a second. But then watch this. There, I just paused it for like five seconds, but you can see all those. Then they zoom in. There's just a dude smoking a cigarette. It's like clearly they're like, all right, we're going to have a whole bunch of fake bodies and then we'll have a few real ones there. And uh, we'll tell you when. I just thought that was worth showing because it's like that's yeah. people talked about like refrigerated trucks full of bodies and like mass graves and stuff like that. And I'm not sure that any of it was really true. Yeah. They're called crisis actors. She talks about in that, in that documentary fall of cabal that I encourage people to watch about the, uh, uh, the midterms during Trump's presidency, when they had all the people that supposedly walked 40 miles a day and flip flops to, to rush to, to come to the border and all that stuff. But, that was right. all fake. That was all fake. So many things that that we see on the on in the media, it, it's fake, and it's to pull on people's heartstrings and everything else. And the timing of all these things that happen, it's it's uh, it's crazy that they still get away with this shit. Agreed. Um, let's see here. Oh, I guess we'll do the Biden plagiarizing thing we got a couple shitty we have a couple biden is a piece of shit videos here's one <laughs> national product does not allow the health of our children the quality of their education or the joy of their play cannot measure the health of our children the quality of our education the joy of their play it does not include the beauty of our poetry or the strength of our marriages the intelligence of our public debate or the integrity of our public officials it doesn't measure the beauty of our poetry the strength of our marriages the intelligence of our public debate or the integrity of our public official it measures neither our wit nor our courage neither our wisdom nor our learning neither our compassion nor our devotion to our country. 
It counts neither our wit nor our wisdom, neither our compassion nor our devotion to our country. It measures everything in short, except that which makes life worthwhile. And it can tell us everything about America, except why we are proud that we are American. That bottom line can tell us everything about our lives, except that which makes life worthwhile. And it can tell us everything about America, except that which makes us proud to be American. I mean, he didn't even try to, like, paraphrase or... <laughs> well, my my one defense of it is that he's an idiot, so he probably just had a speechwriter that was like, here you go, here you go, Senator, or whatever he was at the time that he did all this, but I, you would think somebody would be like, hey, that's not... It's like a comedian doing somebody else's joke. Like, dude, that's not fucking yours. What are you doing? Like, I've seen this bit somewhere. I know it's not yours. Yeah, I mean, you, you're probably, I don't know, you're probably right as far as, like, he didn't he didn't go and, maybe, I don't know, though, dude, he's such a piece of shit, I bet he just went and looked like Kennedy was a good Democrat, how about I go right. find some shit he said? What did he say? There we go, that's perfect, print it. And what was the, what was the line he used, the integrity of our, not politician, but the, god dang it, I, like, earmarked it in my brain, now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> But but I just thought to myself, like, he's going to say that about he's going to say that in a speech that he stole about our public officials. That's what the integrity of our public officials is what he said. And I just thought, like, wow, the balls on this guy he just doesn't give a shit. And also the rumor, since we're talking about what a piece of shit he is, is that he stole his current wife from a guy who donated millions to his presidential campaign in 88. He was just like, <laughs> he, he's just the worst kind of person. And if you don't like Trump because he insults people, you need to get over that shit because this guy is a, oh God. I cannot believe it's even a close thing, you know? Like, it probably wouldn't be if it was legit at all, but the fact that even, I don't know, I get so crazy when people are like when i hear like these polls that he's still neck and neck with trump or that trump's only leading by a couple of points i'm like how how is this but i guess they're probably in, in fairness to them i guess they're reading all leftist shit or whatever and yeah i don't know i mean uh, that's that's probably true like everybody's instagram algorithm is different based on the things that they watch and the things that they like you know so, yeah, somebody that hates Trump is not seeing any of these videos that we're playing. They're seeing their version of all of it. Here's another Biden's a piece of shit thing. This is just from the other day. This guy's talking about uh, Hunter's illegitimate daughter that's, I think, like four years old now. Uh, but this was on CNN. So it's always cool when when a non-Trump hater gets to say things on CNN. Only the Bidens are real family, just like everyone else. Sure. Uh, but Scott Jennings, the president has made being a family man yeah. a central part of his political identity. Uh, it's not Republicans, with all due respect, who made Hunter Biden into a complete scumbag on this and other issues. The, the ignoring his own daughter for four years and the president of the United States hanging up a stocking for the dog, I mean, the dog and not for his seventh grandchild. Okay, look, okay, can all, we, can also have some, we can also have we, sympathy for people who are struggling with addiction. Let's right, keep this conversation right. respectful. I, 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 listen, I, I totally agree. And you know where I'm from? A lot of families deal with addiction. And you know who ends up picking up the pieces? The grandparents. And in this case, the grandparents would not acknowledge this little girl, it is offensive, but the bottom line is... But they have now. The poll... Oh, what a hero. The polling must have been yeah, brutal. The polling must have been brutal. No one's ever questioned the heart and integrity of Joe Biden as a family man and as a human being and the pain and suffering and loss that that man has been through. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. What a nice gesture. He finally acknowledged four years after the girl's born that he has a seventh granddaughter. Yeah, um, damn it. There was something I thought about when he was talking about that, and I lost it too. But um, it's a good thing I don't smoke weed anymore, dude. I'd be really fucked. My, my memory sucks. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. All I have to do is <laughs> click on videos. <laughs> um, but damn it, I, I, I loved it when he when he was like, oh, what a guy. 
Uh, um, yeah. Here, you want to let's uh, speaking of I don't know what arguing and race and stuff like that. I want to watch this uh, blue eye brown eye thing. It's uh, it was 30 minute a 30 minute documentary. I chopped it down to four minutes and I think it'll get the point across. You want to do that or you want to do something else first? Is it four full minutes? Yep. Uh, is that the Milstead thing or what's it called? It's the blue eye brown eye experiment that a teacher did with her third graders. The Milgram experiment? experiment? No, the, the Milgram experiment was the prison thing. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Or, or maybe the Milgram thing was the shock thing where they had, do you know what I'm talking about? No, they had a guy go into a room and they're like, uh, like this, here's a button right here. There's a guy in the other room and he's going to be, we're going to ask him like trivia questions. And if he gets, if he gets one wrong, you push this button and it shocks the guy. And they, after doing this with so many people, they found out that people will shock this guy literally to death as long as they feel like they're not the one making the decision. They're like, well, the doctor, the guy in the white coat told me I had to. So that's why I kept pushing the button. And you can like hear the guy in the other room just screaming, even though it's all fake. Um, They were just doing it to test the guy. But no, this is totally different than that. But here we go. Is there anyone in this United States we do not treat as our brothers. Yes. Who? Yes. The, the, black people. People. the black people. Who else? Indians. Absolutely, the Indians. You think you know how I would feel yeah. to be judged by the color of your skin? Yeah. I don't. Do you think you do? No, I don't think you'd know how that felt unless you had been through it. Would you? <laughs> it might be interesting to judge people today by the color of their eyes. Since I'm the teacher and I have blue eyes i think maybe the blue-eyed people should be on top the first day blue-eyed people are smarter than brown-eyed people (laughs) the blue-eyed people get five extra minutes of recess while the brown-eyed people have to stay in the brown-eyed people do not get to use the drinking fountain you'll have to use the paper cups you brown-eyed people are not to play with the blue-eyed people on the playground because you are not as good as blue-eyed people. Well, the brown-eyed people in this room today are going to wear collars so that we can tell from a distance what color your eyes are. Is everyone ready? Everyone but Laurie. Ready, Laurie? She's a brown-eyed. You'll begin to notice today that we spend a great deal of time waiting for brown-eyed people. And it seemed like when we were down on the bottom, everything bad was happening to us. The way they treated you, you felt like you didn't even want to try to do anything. What happened at recess? Were two of you boys fighting? What happened, John? Russell called me names, and I hit him. Hit him in the gut. What did he call you? Brown eyes. I watched what had been marvelous cooperative, wonderful, thoughtful children turn into nasty, vicious, discriminating little third graders in a space of 15 minutes. And the children, the brown-eyed children, were in the low class the first day, and it took them five and a half minutes to get through the card pack. The second day, it took them two and a half minutes. The only thing that had changed was the fact that now they were superior people. I hate today. How do you do? I hate too. <laughs> There's nothing, it's not funny, it's not fun, it's not pleasant. This is a filthy, nasty word called discrimination. We're treating people a certain way because they are different from the rest of us. Is that fair? No. 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 Nothing fair about it. We didn't say this was going to be a fair day, did we? No. And it isn't. It's a horrid day. Should the color of some other person's eyes have anything to do with how you treat them? No. All right, then should the color of their skin? No. Should you judge people by the color of their skin? No. When you see a black man or an Indian or someone walking down the street, 
Are you going to say, <laughs> look at that silly looking thing? No. Does it make any difference whether their skin is black or white? No. Or yellow? No. Or red? No. Is that how you decide whether people are good or bad? No. Is that what makes people good or bad? No. This was the third time Jane Elliott had taught her lesson in discrimination. The first, two years earlier, was in April of 1968. On the day after Martin Luther King was killed, my, one of my students came into the room and said, they shot a king last night, Mrs. Elliott. Why'd they shoot that king? I knew the night before that it was time to deal with this in a concrete way, not just talk about it, because we had talked about racism since the first day of school. But the shooting of Martin Luther King, who had been one of our heroes of the month in February, could not just be talked about and explained away. There was no way to explain this to little third graders in Riceville, Iowa. I decided at that point that it was time to try the eye color thing, which I had thought about many, many times, but had never used. So the next day, I introduced an eye color exercise in my classroom and split the class according to eye color and immediately created a microcosm of society in a third grade classroom. Yeah, I saw most of that thing. It was uh, pretty damn interesting. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about it? Nope. Just wanted to show it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Oh, by the way, I, while you were t while we were watching that, I came across the thing you were talking about with the judge. Uh, it says meet t meet Judge Tanya Chutkin. I'm probably not saying that right. An Obama appointee and the woman who will oversee the newest Trump indictment. She is absolutely the worst case scenario for Trump. She spent 12 years at the law firm Boys Schiller, where Hunter Biden was also employed. She's been very tough on January 6th defendant, including four in jail, even though the DOJ didn't recommend jail time. Um, and you already pretty much all said all that. But I didn't know that stuff about um, she spent 12 years at the firm where Hunter worked and that she was an Obama appointee. I mean, how is that not um, how is that OK? You know, uh, well, working where Hunter worked, I could see that being a, a conflict of interest or whatever. But whoever appointed them, I mean, they still have to be approved by the Senate. So it's I don't I don't like the because they'll do the same thing with Trump. You know, they'll be like Trump's uh, hand picked Supreme Court made another decision today. And it's like, no, they just pick the people that they like. But still, I mean, Obama's not going to pick a, a hard right Republican to be his judge. Yeah, but the whole but the Biden, the Hunter Biden thing, I mean, it could go both ways. She could have hated Hunter Biden and she could have loved Hunter Biden. Either way, it's a conflict of interest. Yeah, well, I mean, it's that that particular case is not about Hunter Biden. But still, I mean, if you like Hunter, the right. odds are you hate Trump. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't expect anything from this case other than them finding Trump guilty. But I think it will be appealed and they'll like if they find him guilty, he's not going to jail like that day. Like the his lawyer will immediately be like, like, we want to file an appeal and then it'll go from there. I I don't know what's going to happen. I just know shit's already a little crazy and shit's going to get crazier. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think they're only trying to appeal to the people who already hate Trump or the people who don't really pay much attention and they're just like, wow, this guy got indicted again. I mean, how are we ever going to, how, how could I possibly vote for him? You know, those are the people that, the people that don't really pay attention to this kind of stuff. I think that's who they're trying to appeal to, but it it just it just proves their desperation at this point absolutely uh so yeah did you see the dude that was trying to steal cigarettes i think it was in new york city and the dude like beat his ass with a mop handle uh no i don't think i ever did see it it's kind of fucking it it makes me feel bad for the guy even though he's a fucking thief and earlier in the video was like ha had a knife that he was pulling out of his pocket, but let's watch this. Cause it's uh, this is uh, 
shop owners and store owners and stuff are getting sick of people just stealing from them with no repercussions. And they call the cops and the cops won't do anything. Or if they do arrest the guy, they let him out on a signature bond or or whatever. So he's out within a few hours, you know, like these store owners are starting to realize like we're we're gonna keep getting stolen from unless we stop these people and these guys actually stop this dude and it's uh it's interesting wow damn ain't nothing you can do that ain't nothing you can do man tell you call police ain't nothing you can do man tell police come on hey hey no you, hey don't hey ain't nothing you can do man don't do that don't do that man don't do that And I assume that guy got arrested after that, but I don't know. Yeah, well, you're a nicer person than me because I don't feel bad for him. Fuck him. I just, you know, once somebody's down and like covering their face and shit, I'm like, all right, he's done. You got him. Yeah, I mean, he was beating him like he was getting dust out of a rug or something. Uh, I know. (laughs) Oh, he's beating the shit out of that guy. Uh, and, and that's and and all these you know these places where crime is going through the roof and homelessness and everything else it's all democrat run cities you know i mean that's not that's not up for debate that's that's a fact yep that is yep. true they, they don't just care. had the they just had the mayoral election in wichita uh on tuesday or they had the it was the primary and the mayor of wichita right now is uh i can't think of his fucking name but he's a a democrat and uh oh god what is his name brandon whipple and uh there were like seven people in the primary brandon whipple was one of them who uh moves on to the regular election and the other girl was uh the libertarian candidate uh actually got more of a percent than Brandon Whipple did. So uh, now in the, whenever the election is November, I guess uh, when Wichita votes in a new mayor, they're going to be voting for either a Democrat or a libertarian. And I really hope the libertarian girl gets in uh, because that would be exciting. And she's kind of (laughs) hot. Yeah. Speaking of mayors, uh, didn't mayor Rudolph Giuliani just follow you on Twitter, dude? Yeah, he did. I don't know. I haven't checked in the last few days. I, when it happened, and every day since then, I've been like, he didn't. He couldn't have done it on purpose. Like he didn't like anything of mine or or anything like that. So I don't even know what prompted him to follow me. But uh, I, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. It is cool. I mean, he's only got he only follows like nine hundred people or something. So he probably just saw something he said and thought you were funny and. Uh... Or he probably saw part of this podcast like, these guys are great. That would be awesome if he did. <laughs> yeah, no, he's still following me. And yeah, he only follows 900 people and he has 1.6 million followers. So I'd say that's a pretty good ratio. Yeah, well, I followed him just to see and he didn't follow me back. So uh, you're still cool, though, Giuliani. So thanks. Yeah, I agree. And I think more and more, as more and more information comes out, then people are going to start to realize that, oh, like Giuliani was right about most of this stuff. Just like we're right about most of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see, I guess. We'll see. But I, I think we're right. And if not, we're probably going to end up on some sort of list. I, f- I filled out a thing today. I paid it 78 bucks to get on a TSA pre thing so I can just basically skate through security now yeah and uh i just thought it was interesting like i'm glad you can do that you know you pay 80 bucks and it's good for five years but basically all they asked me was my address and my social security number and they said have you been convicted of a felony and i was like no and they're like all right well you're good (laughs) yeah all right i mean it's all about money they don't care the tsa is not preventing terror 
It's the fact that terror hardly ever happens is that's like the whole like correlation is not causation thing. Like we didn't have any terrorist attacks on airplanes before 9-11. Then 9-11 happened. And now since then, they're like, hey, thank God we got the TSA because we haven't had a terrorist attack since then. And it's like we didn't have one before then either. Like, so what the fuck were you guys? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it just makes people feel safer knowing that everybody else had their shit checked before they sat down next to them, you know? Yeah. Uh, so what else we got? What are we going to close this out on? Because we're almost at an hour and you've got a show tonight. And I, I've actually, I'm actually going to do a set down at the end, which I will be at September 2nd. Um, I'm going to be doing a one night show there. And uh, I get 100% of the door. So if you're in Torrance, California or anywhere near it, come down to the end on... Uh, remember what the address is but i'll be there eight o'clock and uh i needed to sell it out so nice bring it on yeah it might be worth uh a few bucks to uh take a video make sure that doesn't have cuss words in it add text to it and then pay to boost it on facebook um and just say something you know like come see me i really want to sell this out whatever um, all right, you want to watch? We can either watch an uh, interesting thing or a funny thing. Uh, shit, I don't know, man. I don't know what the videos are, so. Well, funny then. This is a, a woke guy and a racist guy. Is there a difference? I didn't think we'd, think we'd get along, but turns out we kind of agree on everything. Your, Your racial, racial identity is the most important thing. thing. Everything, everything should be looked at through the lens of race. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Damn. We both have a lot of opinions about people of color, even though we barely know any. I say colored people, but as long as we're classifying them, we both think minorities are a united group who think the same and act the same. And vote the same. You don't want to lose your black card. Sorry, I don't know. I just think we should roll, roll back, back discrimination laws so we can hire based on race again. Jinx, now you owe me a Coke. Hey, tell them what you told me yesterday. White actors should only do voices for white cartoon characters. Been saying that for years. Stick to your own. Us white people, we have so much privilege. I agree. It is a privilege to be white. Ask him about interracial dating. All I said is that black men who date white women have internalized racism, and white men that date ethnic women are fetishizing them. Guys against interracial dating now. Like, am I being pranked? Did Boomer put you up to this? Ugh, you know that taco place is white-owned? White people should be making white foods, like Kraft macaroni and cheese, no seasoning, not even salt. It's like he's a mind reader. I mean, I've been pushing for segregation forever, and my man does what? I created an improv comedy show exclusively for ethnic people. Guy segregates comedy on my birthday. White people need to stop wearing dreadlocks, and they need to stop appropriating black people's music. Shaved heads and country music, the way God intended. You know all white people are racist. I'm listening. Even if you have a black wife or a black friend group, you're still really racist. You know, he just kicked a guy out of the organization for having a black girlfriend, but if you can promise me he's still really racist, we'll consider letting him back in. Black people should only shop at black businesses. I guess the only thing we really disagree about is I think white people are the root of all evil. But what did I tell you, though? If we can narrow that down to a certain group of tiny-hatted white people, I think we can come to an understanding. Technically, I don't consider Jewish people white Neither do I. Those are the same guys that did the uh, vaccine proof video that we showed last week or the week before that. They're funny, dude. They got some good shit. Yeah. Uh, Do we have time for the interesting thing? What's the interesting video? It's about the fourth dimension. And yeah, it's it's uh, this girl's just weirdly peaceful. And uh, and I just thought this was interesting two-dimensional creature has locked some precious gems away in a safe. She's checked the safe from every angle and is sure that no one will be able to break in without a key. But she hasn't taken into account the idea that a three-dimensional creature, such as myself, might be peering in from above. She doesn't even know the concept of above. I could steal these gems without a key and without damaging the safe and she would have no idea how they were taken. But we should keep an eye out for ourselves. A four-dimensional creature could steal from our safes without a key, could take the yolk from an egg without breaking the shell, appear in a closed room, or see inside of our brains. The fourth dimension is perpendicular to all of our normal 3D space directions, and we have no walls up against that direction. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That video confused me. I just all right. We don't have to talk about it. 
I like the idea of different dimensions and stuff like that. And basically what she's saying is like in a 2D world, everything's flat. There's no up or down. You can either go left or right or forward or backwards. And we as 3D people can look at that from above and they don't even have any concept of above. So the, if you push that over to our 3D world, there could be another version of above or below or to the side of us that we can't see and can't even imagine because we don't know that it exists. But a four-dimensional creature would. I don't know. That's why I said it was interesting. I like fucked up stuff like that. Okay. Well, it's still confusing to me. All right. Let's <laughs> see here. I don't think we have anything else that's really short to end with. Um, no, that's pretty much everything. So we can... Man, I thought there was... No, there's not. Fuck it. All right. Yeah, I got a show. I'm at uh, Vorshay's in Wichita uh friday and saturday night i'll be there tonight too but this i won't be out by then so that doesn't matter um what else my special's almost done we've got the album cover worked out and everything and now they're just doing like uh the audio stuff for sirius xm they're making like a normal version and then they're taking a version where they cut out the cuss words and uh for like a family-friendly Sirius XM version. Cool. Yeah, we're almost done. So I'm hoping it'll come out in September sometime, but we shall see. All right. It's very exciting, buddy. I'm happy for you. And uh, yeah, share this with your friends. And uh, it's always going to make it happen. M-A-C-A-N it happen. Help out little Bo Macon and his family and send us money if you would like to do that. And uh, yeah, that's it. So. All right. Bye, everybody. Later, dude. God bless you.